Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Sans Pants Radio. We're not professionals. We're just four friends trying their best to feel better. On this podcast, we talk through our own experiences and health, but we are in no way qualified to give advice. If you are after advice or if you are feeling sad, please reach out. For immediate help, you can call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or you can speak with your local healthcare professional. This isn't a podcast about how to be happy. It's about why we're sad. Hey, everyone. In case you didn't know, this week, June 11th to 17th, is Men's Health Week. We think it's very important to point out, as according to menshealthweek.org.au, men's health is generally poorer than women's. We have a lower life expectancy, suffer more lifestyle-related health conditions, and are four times as likely to take their own lives than women. We don't tend to see our general practitioners as much either, which means we might not be getting help when we need it. This week, visit menshealth.org.au for more information. Make sure you're doing your best to look out for yourself. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad, a happy little podcast. I'm Joel. I'm George. I'm Ruby. I'm Cass. And we're fine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, blue skies. Hello, lovely day. How are you all this week? Good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm. <laughs> ah. Okay, we've got the one to talk to. Right? <laughs> so, Ruby, how are you feeling? Yeah. Uh, do you remember when I said my stress levels were like high 80s and I was like, yeah. the goal yeah. was to try and knock them down mm-hmm. 5%. Well, they peaked. Oh. They've gone back down to high 80s. But I don't know if it's because I've just gone into a state of denial about how stressed I am. And I'm like, everything's fine. <laughs> that's usually the way to go, yeah. When you're sitting there and you're like, I've got so much to do that I'm just going to do nothing. That's the only way. That's the only solution to this scenario now is just to do nothing. That's so, exactly mm, what I yeah. did. I know you're doing uh, yoga, George, because I'm also doing that as well. And there's this bit where it's like at the end of like this practice, you're meant to do this like meditation, which I'm like, I'll skip this time because I'm just too stressed. And when I don't skip it, I'm just like, all I'm sitting there is being like, this is five minutes I could be doing the thing that I need to get doing. No, push those thoughts down and away. That's... Down and away. Then my alarm goes off. Like, it's been five minutes. I'm like, all I did was stress. Um, so, I d- oh, great. I'm sorry, I'm not going to bad mouth you or anything, but like, are you that busy all day to have no time for anything? <laughs> uh... <laughs> like, like, on the scale of most people, like, I would be borderline feel guilty if I would, I feel like mm. even me I feel bad when I'm like oh, I've got so much and I'm flat out doing nothing <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started oh. uh, it, it, it's a, there's a lot to do in my day to day life and I guess running this whole like podcasting business thing there's like a lot of stuff that I just dread and put off yeah, yeah. and so even though I might like look like I'm not doing anything I'm just stressing because it's not you're stressing about stuff that you should have done and you haven't done and then, yeah so, like, it's, instead it's of doing becoming... this I'm going to sit here and stress about oh, not having 100%. done it it's powerful that's kind of, it is. It's that, like uh, I'm poor at time management, I guess. You just sort of sit there being like you can't do anything mm. because you're too stressed mm-hmm. and it doesn't <laughs> like you You can't. Yeah. You just can't. You just have to sit there and being that's... like. Mm. That, that was my entire week. My, <laughs> my entire week. I think it's difficult, though, when you have a job that isn't just a job, but a a career or anything where you have to do self-motivated work, like Mm. um, if you're studying, because if you're like, I've got a job that's just a a, like, you know, do it on the weekends for a bit of extra cash and you arrive and you do the work as best you can while you're on shift and then you clock off and then you never have to think about it again until you're back at work next week. And does it occupy my like every waking moment? (laughs) I like everything else in my life. (laughs) 
Like, yeah, yeah. Like and it, probably your dreams as well, let's yeah. be honest. Oh, I'm having so many stress dreams. So <laughs> really? many. Yeah, yeah. Can you remember them? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm a very, very vivid dreamer. Um, so I dream probably every night. Mm. Listening about people's dreams is like the most boring thing ever. But yeah, I'm having these like stressful dreams about because most of my stress is coming mm. from uni work. I'm like in my final year. And I'm having dreams that I keep failing primary school. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't fail primary school. That it's is so like, easy. That's yeah, like such just, a clear-cut dream. Like, yeah, it, is, it doesn't need any, like, crazy, like, Freudian yeah. interpretation. It's just like, I think you're stressed about schoolwork, Ruby. But the fact that you're young as well means you're like, that's like the time when you're the most, mm. like, innocent in the world out to get you and vulnerable. And, that's yeah. right. So it's so, like... <laughs> Point-to-point cliche. It's like, I didn't remember. One time I got chased by the squid captain from parts of the Caribbean. That's That's your fear of women's journal. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I've been, I I recently went like full vegetarian for like the second time in my life. Good on you. Um, But I've had now. Supporting here. Two dreams where I've just been eating meat. And then I wake up feeling a little guilty. Oh, you can't help your dreams. And I'm just like, whoa, what? Why did I do it? Like, I think in my dream I was some like almost feeling guilty because I'm like, oh, I'm just eating this thing. I'm like, wait a second, this is a burger. That's not good. And I'm just like, wake up being like, mm. oh, wait, no, that was a dream. It's fine. It's fine. So you get to enjoy it then still. Fine. Yeah, I guess yeah. I do. You ever heard of lucid dreaming? Any of you guys do that? Oh, no. I think it's something you have to train yourself to do. Can you do it? No, no. I got got there like once in my life and I was like, it's the best. I've done it by accident a couple of times, but like not completely. Like Mm -hmm. I remember one dream I had, all of a sudden I was like, oh, oh, this is a dream. Oh, my God, I can do anything. But my mom was talking to me and I was like... Oh no! I need to leave. Like I can do anything now, and uh, like I was trying to wrap up the conversation. So I was like, Wait, I can this... go fly. I so it didn't quite. So your dream mum, like not in real life, your mum. Oh yeah, dream no, in my dream. My mom was talking to me and I was like, I don't want to be rude, but I need to, I want to go and like fly around and like do crazy things. So I'm dreaming, but I don't want to be rude to my, so it wasn't a complete lucid dream. I think it, yeah, I think it's just like a borderline nightmare. Don't want to upset your I dream mom. I anything, control reality, but I got to sit here and listen to my mom talk to me. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I can fly. Got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I woke up before I got to do anything cool. That's that's quite funny. Yeah, that's... yeah, right. Yeah, stress, not doing stuff. But yeah, no, I'm a big fan of man. So doing this yoga thing, I'm actually yeah. in a class for it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what I'm finding funny is that like, because the last 10 minutes where I'm at and they're like, just get comfy, get into your vinyasa or something. Like it's got like a name for it. Oh, yeah. Your... Oh, fuck. Yes. Vinyasa. No, vin- I think vinyasa is your your form of like going into like upward uh. dog or something. I don't know. But yeah, it's something like, I can't remember. It's written down on a sheet of mine, but yes. yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's like your natural state. So everyone like... People get really comfy. I'm not because like, you think it's just like lie there and kind of meditate, but some people get like a blanket yeah, and yeah, a pillow yeah, yeah, yeah. and they have like a nap. It's like this is I don't think this is meditative. This is just having a having a kip. Have a bit a, of yeah. a, a little cat nap. So sometimes that's good though, like when you can sort of be completely comfortable. Like you're completely comfortable in your mind. Mm. You don't have to sleep. <laughs> I have gone to meditation classes. I have slept through a couple. But that was I still had a nice relaxing time. Well, that's good. I do that every single... I used to do yoga. I really should get back into it so I can join you boys on your yoga bandwagon. But It's back- enjoyable looking down on you, so, you know. <laughs> I just signed up to yoga, so... Ooh. Oh, okay. Ooh. Now I have to. I feel I so much pressure. I need to get the details off you again because I also want to do the classes as well. Yeah. Be fun. Every time I used to do yoga and we would end with meditation, I would do the same thing as Zamanas and sit there and be like, I'm too stressed to meditate and by the end I would be asleep. And then I wake up and be like... Something like Oh, I was so stressed. <laughs> so you stressed yourself asleep? Yeah. I didn't which know is that like, was a thing. It's like my default <laughs> setting is if I'm stressed at all or like anxious, I'm like, oh, maybe if I just take a nap, everything will be better. So oh, I've like, wow. I've like <laughs> developed some sort of stress induced narcolepsy. <laughs> it's, it's like those goats that you scare. And yeah. I feel like they just sped, they sped that up. It's just yeah, like they're having a goats. big stress time. They're like, no, I have a nap. <laughs> It's exactly like that. Like before I was doing some editing for Zamet um, and I was trying to edit out 
Jackson burped halfway through this yes, this yes. track and I was trying to edit it out. And it was Another still, form of my stress. Yeah, uh-huh. it was still like reverberating off other mics and I was like, this is stressful and straight away I started feeling sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so how much have you slept this week then? How much have you napped this week? Um, it's been a stressful week. I have been taking quite long sleeps, which is I usually I'll wake. Sometimes if I'm really stressed, I'll sleep through my alarm as well. I'm like a really yeah. heavy sleeper. <laughs> I'm in such denial, I won't even wake up. I'm just like, I'll set an alarm to like do some homework or whatever and then the alarm will go off and somewhere in my subconscious, I'm like, no, just sleep. Oh, uh, yeah, now you're dreaming. <laughs> you can't get up before, uh, literally dreaming. But yeah, 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 I don't think you can get up ever unless you have to in the morning. Yeah. It's so impossible. Yeah. Yeah, if you're like, you have to get up for uni or something, but you try and wake up an hour earlier to do achieve goals it's like nah. <laughs> it just hasn't happened for me yeah yeah yesterday i was like cool they got some editing to do i if i wake up early in the morning i can do that because then i have like my like gym at like 11 or something like that that'll be fantastic so i'll do a bit of editing go to the gym then be like oh stop the day off sweet so i woke up at about 10 to 11 um <laughs> was like just not gonna go to the gym uh and then had a bit more of a sleep for an hour <laughs> So, uh, goals out the window. Productive. Productive day. <laughs> Wasn't well, a productive Well, in day. terms of that day, to go into the gym talk for just a second, what I've yeah. found whenever I get in that state, because sometimes you do wake up and you can't be bothered or whatever, mm. um, <clears throat> just do a bunch of push-ups. Do a bunch of push-ups. Like, literally, it's so funny that everyone on the planet can do push-ups. And, like, if you just did, like, 100 Ooh. push-ups a day. Not everyone. <laughs> no, no. You can do <laughs> some... like, shaking our heads at each other, <laughs> like, do... God, no. I mean, I mean everyone has the capacity compa- because you don't need anything. You just do it in your room. Like, oh. that's what I mean. You don't need any tools. Everyone can okay. do it as in practice up to it. And then you can – so, yeah, if you can't be bothered doing it, except, like, instead of feeling bad, be like, yeah, cool, it's one of those days. And then do a bunch of push-ups just to, like, not feel too – be like, oh, I've done something today. George. And then you still – yeah. You're so motivated. I don't think you realize how motivated you are. No, see, I've figured it. See, the secret is to head fuck yourself to the point <laughs> that you have to do this stuff. That's the logic, right? Like, cause even with exercise, I've gone to the point now where it's like, if I, if I go more than two days, whatever, without any form of exercise, I'll actually start to feel like I'll, I'm self-aware enough to know that I'm going to start feeling depressed, like feel sadder. So it's like I've gotten myself addicted to to doing some form of exercise every day. And that's same with water. I drink like three liters of water. No, actually probably like two liters of water a day. But again, because I drank it so much that now I get dehydrated really easily. So I'm dead if we're ever in a desert. But it's a good reminder. <laughs> so my body reminds me that I'm really dehydrated because I haven't drunk water for like an hour. Huh. I think so what I'm just tricking yourself. Yeah, I think what I need to do is, is start being better to myself in that if if I have somewhere to be and somebody is relying on me, like f- for my job or if I'm meeting a friend or I have uh, some sort of like family event mm. on, I will be up and like ready to go and like full of beans because I don't want to let anybody yeah. else down. But I'm very happy to let myself down and be like cripplingly disappointed in myself <laughs> all the time. So I'll wake up and be like, oh, you're a shit person. Oh, well, just go back to sleep. <laughs> That'll make things better. Yeah, you wake up, you're like, oh, I missed my alarm. Sleep. sleep time, I guess. Oh, yeah. it's too stressful. Shut yeah. Yeah. Stressful yeah. sleep. <laughs> I've, I've had a similar thing where it's sort of like, in my head I'm like, oh, I'll forgive myself. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just let yourself down constantly. So like the thing that I'm trying to do is I realize I'm not good at doing things for myself, but I am good at following rules. So I'm making new rules for myself because I don't like breaking the rules. <laughs> Cass, a lawful creature. <laughs> lawful fine. <laughs> lawful fine. But yeah, that's the um, that's one of those things with like writing stuff down makes you do it because you turn it into almost a rule for yourself. So like if you did that in the morning, woke up and said, actually, be write it down. You go, what do I want to do today? And pick and don't be wildly ambitious. We actually said three things. I'm going to write them down. You, you. It's a, surprising because you're kind of like so distracted all day. You do nothing, but you're like, oh, I just got to do that, and then I'll, yeah, then I'll be finished. Then I can bludge like, crazily. But like, actually, write them down. though. you have to actually I do. list it, and well, you still do good. none of it. No, Cass oh. is well, a big really lister. I'm a big lister. <laughs> I like. Um, I'll write. What I'll do is I'll write a massive list that has too many things on it. Yeah. So then. When I'm looking at the list and being like, I have to do stuff, I can procrastinate the things I don't want to do with other things that are still productive. Yep. So I go through Good my list. And I'm like, oh, I'll just do that one. And like something gets done. Mm. Not all of it. But something that's, that's pretty good. That's what I do without writing down a list. I find that if I have something that's really immediate, I need to do. I will suddenly. Uh, I'm a very very messy person. Like just my house is chaos. 
everyone in my life always knows when I'm super stressed because suddenly the house will be very clean (laughs) because I procrastinate by doing productive things. It's like productive procrastination. Mm. So I'll clean my room. And the worst one I do is I bake. So it's like procrastinate baking. Um, So I start like bringing brownies to everyone. And then the first thing everyone says is, are you okay? <laughs> oh, I just be like, thanks for the brownie. This is delicious. <laughs> oh, God, she's making muffins again. What happened? <laughs> yeah, it right. sounds. Progressive baking sounds a lot better. Like the classic one, I think, for, I don't know if anyone says, but procrastination. Yeah. That's a yeah, big yeah. one. You're like, what else am I going to do today? Like, look, sometimes I just jerk, <laughs> jerk off just to get out of bed. Yeah. You know, because it forces your hand, so to speak, to be like, well, <laughs> I got to clean up this filth. So oh. I guess I need to get he just up. just gestured all over his chest, by the way, for anyone who's listening. <laughs> all over the chest. <laughs> so you got to be filthy. like, oh, yeah, I need to have a shower. The worst times is when someone, because I live with other people, they're having a shower. And you're like, no, fuck. <laughs> that is possibly too much insight. I think. <laughs> Thank you, Zamet. Why am I sad this week? <laughs> Mental images. But speaking of... Being productive, Cassie, did you achieve your goals for the week? No. <laughs> did you write them on a list? Never mind. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Moving on. What were the goals again? Refresh me. I had to do my exercises for oh, that's right. my wrist and leg, which I did a bit of and I did more than I have, but not enough. I just rescheduled my physio appointment so I can actually have time to heal instead of me going back and, and being like, oh, how is it? And I'm like, it's the same, maybe worse. I didn't do my exercises. Yeah, it's so frustrating when you're like, either you do the exercise or you don't do the exercises or whatever, but you're like, I think I'm actually worse than what I was the last time I was here. Yeah. I'm feeling that with my shoulder. Like, Shame. I've, I haven't, like, look, I'll be honest, I haven't done the exercises as well. <laughs> I've done some occasionally, like every second day. But yeah, it's just like, it feels like it's spreading. <laughs> Can pain spread? That happened with because I did my exercises one day and I was like, amazing, look at me on top of my life. Everything is a rainbow and I'm just a, the pot of gold at the end of it. And then I was walking along and it the pain felt bigger. And I was like, well, this hurts when I walk now. Okay, yep, good. that's fine. Hurrah. Good, great. Maybe this is part of the fine. Yes. So because you have the, sorry, you have the the two pains, right? Do you sometimes be like, hey, physio person, can you focus on this one? And they focus and then it gets fitter and all that kind of stuff and it kind of heals. But then you like, we've spent so much time on this thing that these other problems of mine have gotten worse because I've been neglecting them. I tried to do that once. I was like, okay, I did none of my wrist exercises. So I want to go in and be like, can we please focus on my leg today? Mm. And we did. And then we focused on my leg and he was like, you booked a longer appointment so we could do both. Let's do your wrist. And I was like, oh, I foiled my, how dare I care for myself enough to allow the time. With a lot of that physio stuff, what's annoying about it is like, unlike gym where you exercise, and you get strong and you feel whatever with that stuff, it's literally just trying to get yourself back to normal. So it's like, it's not as much incentive. It's kind of like, it's just so not, it's like you should mm. be doing this anyway. You know what I mean? Like, so I can't understand why it's hard to yeah. get enthused to do that. It's uh, It's difficult when you're, Having to do like really simple things for your own self care, and then you don't do them because it's like extra disappointing. Like yeah. any sort of physio exercise, they're repetitive and simple, and you can do them at any stage during the day, like yeah. in the morning or while you're watching TV or you're waiting for your sad microwave meal to be finished. <laughs> and then when meal. you don't do them, you have no one to blame but yourself. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Like my wrist is sore now. I'm like, oh, fine then. Mm. It's very, very disheartening. I was actually discussing with someone yesterday something sort of related to this, which is going to sound a bit weird when I say, are they Kegel exercises? Are they called Kegel, Kegel? Kegel? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing with the pelvic floor or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably yeah. you can do I'm that. Yeah. them right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's all do them right now. It's that easy. Okay, let's Kegel. But that's, uh-huh. Everyone let's Kegel. listening, Kegel with us. There's one, <laughs> two, three, release. That's... <laughs> Like that's something which apparently for guys, it's what you talk about when you're like 20 and obviously you got, you got issues with getting overexcited sometimes. It's a way to actually, if you strengthen it enough, you can actually like last oh. longer. But it's like you got to do it like three or four times a day for like six months apparently. I didn't, that's what I remember discussing that back then. Yeah. What's funny about it is it is literally the easiest exercise on the planet, dude. You can do it whenever you want and it takes no effort. Like I'm doing it right now and it's yep. fine. And you can just do that three times a day and you just. Don't, because <laughs> it's too easy. It's kind of like why having a gym at home is worse than going mm. to a gym. You just don't. It's yeah. like you got to figure out those triggers in your head to 
get around yeah. that. Yeah. So I remember when I was younger, I used to have like um like a, a fitness workstation type thing, like dang, like dead smack in the bit, middle of my room, and so it was like this big thing where it was like you could do chin ups, pull ups, like sit ups, all yeah. this kind of stuff. This one big area, and I used it like fucking crazy because it was like. In my life, it was like, you know, you go to high school, so it's like, these are the days you got to do things. So it's like, yep, you're doing these things all regimented. So, like, it, at night, I'd go for a run, come back and do all the kind of stuff. And then, because it was in the middle of my room, and, like, every time I was, like, walking to, like, the bathroom or whatever, because I had an ensuite, it would be like, yep, cool, just do 10 and keep going, whatever. Oh, amazing. And it was, like, literally in the way. Yeah. Um, so, we have a chin-up bar in the laundry setup. <laughs> Which is like not in the way. It's in the way, but slightly to the left. So it's like if I got to go to the bathroom or go anywhere, I, I can kind of avoid it. It's just like as I'm walking, like, oh, it's to my left. Fuck it. I don't care. And so I just don't use it. And it's just amazing, just like that little bit of movement. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's not in my direct path, I feel like an ant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now ants just go like, oh, it's something's there. i got to deal with it. And they get kind of go in a straight line. But now I'm like, oh, it's not near me. Anything that's, like, even remotely difficult, mm. I won't do. Like, in, that, <laughs> in that if it's just slightly more. Why am I sad? <laughs> it's, like, slightly more effort than it should be. Like, I currently don't have a gym membership. And I've been saying for, like, yonks and yonks that I'm going to get one again. But the issue is the closest gym to my house is like the only one that I have I'm in walking distance of is really expensive. So Mm. I haven't joined up um, and I don't have a car. And there's one literally in the next suburb that's half the price, but I haven't signed up to it because it would require me catching a bus there Mm. and require me doing it in the evening, like after work or like first thing in the morning. And I just, it's just too much effort. The other one is there's a gym right outside my work, but the commute to get to my work is really long. So it means that I would have to get up like an hour and a half earlier then my already incredibly early starts to mm. use that gym. And then I'm just like, oh, I'll just wait till I get a car. But honestly, it's going to be months and months and months until I get a car. So I could have just found some other way to exercise and I haven't because I keep going, oh, well, the gym's just a little bit difficult to get to. So <laughs> I think like, you don't really need a gym. Like, uh, again, when I was like probably my peak fitness, it was just like no gym membership. And I just had uh, like was running every night and there was like a park in the middle. And so, like, at, at two intervals, uh, I was sort of, like, on the way there, on the way back. It was, like, sick. I can do chin-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, all those kind of things in this sort of park. And, like, yeah, it looked like a bit of a dingus sitting in, like, your yeah, gym know, here. Yeah, I didn't um, know that people did, like, because I used to think the same thing, but I found out that a lot of people actually feel uncomfortable doing that public mm. exercise because they feel like they look... Which I, think, I don't think anyone cares, but, I mean, I guess, I don't know. If you, yeah. feel, if you feel self-conscious already about yeah. whatever, then it can be a bit hard. I don't know. Yeah, uh, like, I feel, like, self-conscious about my body, so it's always like, ah, I'm running and things are jiggling and people in their cars are passing by, like, beep, beep, well done, fat shit. And you're like, thank you, I love you too. Bye. I feel like uh, as long as you look like you're sweating, yeah, 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 people yeah, yeah. are pretty forgiving, I think. Like, oh, as yeah, in, in uh, general, look, if you look, you're really working your hardest. I reckon most people are going to be like, ah. Oh, Fatty's working hard. <laughs> I am. I, when I when I used to run, part of the thing that motivated me was if you're embarrassed, you just got to run faster so they can't see you. <laughs> Good. That, see, that's yeah. My thing used to be running along really busy main roads because I'd be too embarrassed to stop running and start walking again because I didn't want somebody in the car to judge me. But if there's constantly cars going by, you can't stop running because you're like, what if this person thinks I'm a dickhead? <laughs> it's amazing the uh, external forces that sort of influence. And them. honestly, yeah. like, nobody gives a shit because when I'm in a car, I don't, like, look at someone running being like, you fuckhead, look at you going so slow along this section no, of road. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm always, like, well, so like, I saw them, Yeah, I'm the opposite. Every time I'm in a car seeing someone run, I'm like, look at them go. I'm like, oh, that's look amazing. How beautiful and handsome and gorgeous. Oh, no, are. I don't judge people. Like, mm. I, I think it's great. It, oh. Every time anyone's exercising, it's amazing. Well, if you yeah. saw them, like, running and then they started walking, you'd be like, ha. <laughs> this, this is like, what I was worried about. See, this is what I was worried about, the Georges of the world judging me for starting Not walking. judging, just be like, yeah. I know what's happened there. You're tired and you're walking. That's it. It's just like, it's <laughs> really you get to visibly see what's exactly going on with them at that moment internally. It's like, yeah, that's I mean, why I'm laughing. I'm not judging. Yeah. You see someone who's running and then they start walking. You're just sort of like, oh. 
they've done a lot of exercise already. Like, yeah, that's yeah. impressive. If yeah. they're running and they're like, oh, I got to slow down. Because you can tell when someone's tired. You're like, good on them. And you're judging them for it. As long as you go, my, my issue is that I would, I would like run along really straight roads. So I'd worried that I would be walking and start running again and then have to stop and the car would still be within like, <laughs> vision so of me. you can tell how far you went. Yeah, I don't have any hang-ups, guys. It's fine. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. that's nice that we've run. all sort of been like, hey, mm. running's fine unless you're George. <laughs> <laughs> so three quarters saying... of people are going to be fine with it. <laughs> that's some pretty good statistics. That's good. I was thinking earlier this week, so I, I just keep getting fatter and it's very depressing to look at myself at the moment and nothing fits and all my fat clothes are getting too small and it's just making me so sad. Yeah, look, so, um, so this is this, this sort of happens when, like, we've had a few people join the company. Um, <laughs> and you, you, it's, it's called, like, when uh, when you sort of, like, join university for the first time. Like, you know, you kind of get, like, it's like, I think the, in the US, like, the freshman five where they put on five pounds or whatever. We generally 15. call it the, like, other oh, 50. So, like, the sans pants, yeah, yeah, like the sans pants seven uh, or 16, really. Because it's kind of because <laughs> it just seems for a lot of us, we just like, because this job is we tend to, we tend to bulk record a lot of our shows. We tend to kind of like do a lot of sedentary sitting down and just chatting into a mic. And our posture is not good. So, um, it's just that one of those things, like, yesterday, we basically recorded from, what, 1 o'clock till maybe 11.30 at night. Yes. And that was pretty much a straight session. We stopped we for Uber stop Eats. For Uber Eats, <laughs> and then we stopped again for a wonderful cheese platter meal. But... <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Why Am I Fat? <laughs> so, unfortunately, because of our lifestyle and uh, our jobs and that kind of stuff, it is makes it, like... You know, we won't do anything because yesterday I was like, you know, we finished eleven thirty. We sort of then like was just sort of winding down, and it ends up being like you know one thirty, still awake, being like, oh shit, like I didn't do any yoga yesterday. Again, I skipped out on my uh, gym session, so I'm like felt like such a fat shit. And so he's got a bed being like, ah, well, tomorrow I'll try again. That's why you got to do those push-ups in the morning. Ah, exactly. You feel bad and you're like, I'm lazy. And like, you know what? I'm not lazy. It's fine. I'm not going to go to the gym, but yeah. I'll do a little bit. That's the key. It's just like whenever you don't do something, do a little bit of it so that you don't feel bad. I don't, I don't, I've Make a little deal with yourself. You're like, I can't be fucked with it. I'll just do one second mm. of it. But that's still better than not doing it at all. So that's yeah. the one thing I'd say even when you can't be bothered. Well, do the laziest version yeah. of it. I've already done my yoga for the day. I feel real proud of myself. It's so good. Thank you. I, I booked the yoga today um, and all I have to do now is go to a class. So <laughs> that's going to be step two, a big step. Mm -hmm. But I've recently been feeling like sort of um, I really want to take the Dimarelli challenge and do two hours of walking a day. <laughs> yes. I want to start walking to work. Okay, okay. But that means we either have to, not we, but either I sleep over <laughs> or it finished before it gets dark because then I'd get scared. But then maybe I'd run, so maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> That's true. Or as an extra incentive, I take the dog, walk you home, walk back. Ah, Look at all this exercise that is the, the potential yeah. Cassie won't be sad. You won't be sad. Melody will be less depressed because she actually got to walk. I know. She'll love it. I've walked her like two days, like twice in two days. Ah, I'm doing good. Good. <laughs> well done. Hey, thank you. Again, it was in, in my head. It was like the Dimmerly Challenge of like, mm, I should just take the dog for a quick walk around the uh, the block or whatever. And we went for like an hour walk. She loved it. And you feel good too. If you just yeah. That's the other plus side to the yoga, why they finish on that mm. feel yourself thing. Because a lot of people don't like, if you just feel yourself, which sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you feel how you feel and like you do stuff like that, you actually really appreciate it. So like, you go for that walk and you're at the end of it, you're like, how do I feel? You're like, oh, I actually feel better. And it's like, that's that's the big part of it. That's why they, they do it at the end of the yoga. Mm. You lie there and you're like, oh, my body feels all even. You, you, <laughs> you feel yourself. There's no requirement to feel other people is there. No, no, no. no I can get on board with that then. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question for this uh, two hours a day walking challenge that <laughs> yeah. you unintentionally set up for I didn't us. know they'd done that, yeah. But... <laughs> uh -huh. Ken, is it possible to do all of your walking on two days and then just sit on your ass for the rest of your week? So that would be four, seven hours a day of walking yeah. for two days. On the weekend, I, I work a job where I, I'm constantly moving around on my feet 
and we do really long shifts, like 10-hour shifts. So, oh. can that count for my... Sadly, I don't think it does. Damn it. I think it's like, yeah, that's the an annoying thing about yeah. exercise in general. It's like one of those things which is like, you got to do a little bit every, every day. day. Yeah. That's what's annoying about it. So, See, you do I like... I thought so, but I thought I could cheat it so I could continue yeah. telling myself still it's better. Like, yeah, it'd be lazy. <laughs> it's still better, yeah. And it definitely helps. But yeah. Two hours, like... If you're doing less than two hours, by the way, anyone listening, that's still good. <laughs> don't feel bad about two because I feel like that's setting such a high target. Everyone's going to feel bad and just not do any. It's, 20 minutes is still good. Like, actually, if you can do 20 I minutes. I think for a lot of people, even just getting out of bed in the morning is a good thing to aim for. Like, if you're feeling really down about yourself or you're in denial about all the shit you need to do, like me, just, like, get out of bed. Do, yeah. do one thing for your day. Even if you don't leave the house, just get up and make yourself a meal or go outside and get some fresh air. On your front porch or whatever, just get out of bed. <laughs> well, that's that's the meditation thing. I guess if you're just like, oh, I'm going to stop caring and about anything. Like, cause I'm just I'm going to be here now, the and so then I'm not going to be like obsessing about it. It's like maybe I'll do a little bit, maybe I won't, but I won't remove all the judgment out of the situation altogether. Which I know you feel like that's the motivator to do anything ever. <laughs> But don't worry, it's still there. <laughs> it's just, but remove, try to be like, you know, I, I, I can't, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to feel bad about it either. I'm just going to accept it. And then maybe I'll do a little bit. And if I don't, that's still cool as well. But like, and that's the key thing of the whole, as they yeah. say, the meditation, it's this weird thing where you stop saying, ah, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. You remove all judgments of situations. So you're like, I can't fucking up today. Fine, I won't. Mm. But then like, if you do that true, like if you really do it properly, you just lie there, you'll actually get up. Like, that's what's weird about it. Like, you end up being, doing at least a little bit. Yeah, like, I find that with, because, uh, like, um, so you, George, and you, Cass, you're doing sort of class yoga stuff. I'm sort of doing it sort of self-directed at home sort of thing. And so I find with me, if I'm like, all right, I haven't done anything for the day or something like that, I'd be like, all right, cool. If I just do, like, the first half, that's something. Yeah. But then I'm as I'm doing it, it's like, oh, fuck it, you're here. Yeah. There's an extra 10 minutes, an extra 15. Just do the whole thing. And, like, you end up sort of doing the whole thing and you're feeling a bit better about yourself. Granted, like, I do it in my, like, underwear in front of a mirror. So I'm like, oh, look at those lumps. <laughs> <laughs> go, fatty, go. <laughs> uh, Is I'll it- put some, like, nice lighting on so at least it looks good. Yeah, yeah. Treat yourself, <laughs> yeah. Sarah. Yeah. Do you get some candles, some scented candles out, some nice relaxing mm. music. Oh, 100%. Nothing Stretch. quite as like great looking as say a ninety kilo man in say underwear and socks trying to do like downward facing dog. <laughs> it's a good look. <laughs> is there is there yoga for really rigid people? This is me asking because I used to do yoga and I quite enjoyed it, but I was always like really terrible at it. And I think I was going to a class that was too difficult for me mm. because I'm yes. so like, I feel like um, every guy is probably more rigid yeah. than you. Like, we're real bad. Like, you got to see me trying to do the splits. I'm literally like that. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried, um, is it the is it Bikram. Hatha yoga? Bikram yoga. Like the, the, the heated. Horse. The hot yoga. Hot yoga. You no, ever tried doing that? No, but I feel like being on a train in Melbourne in summer is kind of like doing hot yoga anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, just, it's all, just crammed enough. Yeah, just all squashed in and you're all, your limbs are all bent in weird ways and, and it's like 45 degrees and you're like, oh, I'm going to die. That's hot yoga, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if you ever want to be like, uh, be hot, sweaty and judged a lot, um, yeah, do that. Okay. It's like uh, I, I find my experience with like hot yoga, some of the worst I've ever had with um, any kind of practice because it's just like the person who's doing it is very judgy because they've been doing it for like 17 years and they can like you know scratch the top of their head with their foot um and you're like oh well that's very impressive and then like you're there like dying being like i need to have a sip of water like, mm, could you please refrain from having a sip of water until after and you're like i'm dying that's not good that well, like, sound get, like you know, really they said that yeah yeah yeah. Or well, you get up and have to leave the room because you're melting and they're like mm, look you're interfering with other people's practice oh Starting out and I'm you. Why are you so mean? That's not good. Surely there's like a beginner's yoga where they're like nice, like one for children or something. It's like the place I'm starting at has like, um, they have specific basics classes if you want to come with me. Yes, I do. They have Mm. a really good deal as well. So it's not going to cost very much money. (laughs) That's what I like to hear. Easy and cheap. Yes. (laughs) That's what we all like to hear. Yeah, so maybe I'll get in this easy cheap thing. Yeah, nice. who wants to do easy cheap? Yeah, me, me, me. Yeah, that's a joint. What, what I'm doing is uh, 24 bucks for 28 days. Introductory good. offer. That's, that's pretty good. That's, that's the cheapest thing ever, right? Yeah. That's like, it's like a dollar a day. It's the same it's what nice. I'm doing, I think. 
Really? Light yeah. space? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> We're all in this together. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you did a pitch for them on the... <laughs> yeah, well done. Uh, so you'll hopefully see the four of us there. Yeah. Uh, I've also found... Um, I know people keep talking about like having like, a vision board or having goals is very, very important. And I've always been like, I have a goal to have a goal, if that makes sense. Mm. Because I always like the idea of ha- you know waking up and being like, yes, these are the things I need to accomplish. And in my back of my head for the last maybe six months, I'm like, I'll get a whiteboard and I'll put it up in my room. <laughs> And I'll be there and then I can write like notes to myself, like, you know, things to do, here's a goal, rah, rah, rah. but I haven't done it yet. So I, I will come like... to Officeworks with you to get that whiteboard. All right. I feel I... like that might be my goal for next week. I okay. Feel, I feel like you need to be really careful with goals because this is one of the things that I've been quite stressed about where, like, I had a goal for a very long time and now I'm finding that because I'm getting to a stage in my life where there's other opportunities available to me, that goal's being pushed to the back burner a bit, but I've spent so many years having that goal define who I am in a way that it's really difficult to let go of and it's quite stressful to say it's okay to pursue other things and not stress so much and take a new direction with your Mm -hmm. life. So as long as you have a goal that you can be flexible with, that Mm -hmm. as long as you're still happy. Yeah, it's hard because it defines you a little bit, doesn't it? It does, it does. Like... The last few years, like my my a lot of my the definition of who I am has come through like academic success, and now it's getting to the stage where I'm just so busy with other things that that I really enjoy. It's starting to affect my academic success <laughs> quite significantly. But I've got to say that's okay because mm-hmm. the things that are interfering with it are making me really happy, and I need to be able to let go of that and say that doesn't define me. I found that when I was younger, like, that was a lesson I had to learn. Like, I was very the same. It was sort of like you start something, you stick to it, and there's like, you know, and it's good to, you know, finish what you start when you set out to do it. But it's so okay to be like, to realize that that's not what you want anymore. Like, I, when I was at uni, I studied Japanese, and I did it for a semester, and I didn't study. I just didn't study for that class. I started hating it because I didn't study. All my other classes, fine. This one I was just not doing well at. I didn't like it. Um, My friend would walk me to my class every week and I was like, oh, God, I don't want to go. I don't like this class. And then semester two came around and they were like, don't take semester two pick something else i was like no no i started it i have to finish it they were like you don't though and like it's by- such a big commitment <laughs> i know and then like at the end of it like oh my gosh i did terribly but at the end of it i came out of it and it was like i had this idea in my head that you know i said i was going to do something so i have to do it mm. it just didn't help me i ended up doing something i didn't like i didn't get anything yeah. i could have been doing something really really fun that i really enjoyed and i mean it was worth the lesson in the end and when i when i did my thesis we had um a couple of the classes we did accidentally they didn't initially but then with rescheduling had all of their assignments due within a few weeks of each other and it was just it was literally too much work to do when it all got rescheduled and I had this massive freak out at uni because I was like, oh, my goodness, there's nothing I can do to do this. because it's all been- so much. <laughs> no, oh, I was like, I, I, it was horrible. I like came home like in tears crying. Fuck. I ended up running a red light. Like I could, oh, oh it was very bad. <laughs> Got home and then like um, I still lived at home at that stage. My brother like found like a guided meditation for me to listen to. My mum ran a bath and I was just like doing that thing where you're like, I can't. I can't relax because I can't, like, there's too much to do. So I ended ended up working my way into relaxment by being like, I'm allowed to take a bath, but if I print out all of my notes and spend time cutting them into tiny books that I can read in the bath. And (laughs) by doing that, it was like this meditative task where I didn't have to think. And I was, like, cutting paper, printing paper, ended up calming me down. I had this guided meditation, and the guided meditation that my brother found was, like, this one where you have to find a happy place. And I, like, made me realize that my happy place was with all my friends and that's what made me happy. And I sort of came out of the bath feeling a lot better and my mum was like, what's happening, what are you going to do? And I was like, I might just, like, stop stop doing my thesis. Like, I can just take a, a break, like, a year off. And, like, it was sort of like I realized that even though I told everyone that what I wanted to do was get my thesis. Like my goal used to be to be a doctor by the time I was 25. And then at the end of my thesis, I was like, I don't want to do this now. Like this isn't the time in my life where I want to do this. Uh, But 
because I'd sort of had that experience, I didn't feel bad about telling people that. People are like, oh, Dr. Cass. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to do that anymore. And I've decided that, you know, happy to change it. But when I'm like 70, I've got purple hair, I wear like 20 rings at once, then I'll take my doctorate. My grandkids will call me Dr. Nan. It'll be a thing. <laughs> but, yeah, it was like this massive lesson in my life where it was like it's okay to change your mind. And anyone who cares about you and anyone who, you know, you care about what they think, they're not going to, like, if someone came to me and was like, oh, my gosh, the career I've chosen for the last 15 years of my life, that doesn't make me happy. I'd be like, oh, God, leave it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> your happiness is what's important. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I think, I mean, there's no harm yeah. in doing something at university where you feel like it's going, or, or not even university, training towards any sort of vocation that you feel like will be something you will definitely be employed in and stuff. But yeah. I feel like there is a lot of pressure for people to very young choose mm. a career path. God, yeah. And I think you just got to be really careful that your goals are, are your goals and not the goals that are being imposed on by other people in your life. Um, and don't think that those people will be disappointed in you if you turn around and say, hey, this isn't for me. Like, yeah. I, I need to do what makes me happy. Obviously, you also need to put food on oh, the yeah, table yes. and things <laughs> like that. But there's no need there's no reason why you can't marry those two things, something that makes you happy and something that you can live day-to-day -day doing. Mm. Yeah. Like coming from, I guess, like an old school kind of family where it's just like, you know, you had you, your job is not something you enjoy, but it's something that puts food yeah. on the table. Uh, as I rebelled against that idea pretty quickly. But, you know, going through like a high school situation where that was a fairly big stressor for like me, which I was like, no, look, back then I was like, I'm just not going to do that because I'm seeing a lot of all my friends and classmates and all that kind of stuff freaking out and stressing out. And like, look, my goal for like my uh, final years of high school was I'm going to be an artist. And uh, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to art school. I did for a year, then I dropped down. Um, <laughs> You're an art school dropout. I was, yes. Um, what did you do? Uh, it's like sort of graphic, sort of like uh, that kind of stuff, life drawing, all those things. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Um, but no, the the uh, school I went to kind of hammered that out of me and really stunted any sort of creativity, and I hated it. So I Classic haven't, school. I haven't actually university. picked up like a paintbrush slash pencil slash uh, pen for like a decade. He only writes with chalk now. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, no, I can't stand chalk. <laughs> like, <laughs> the idea of like drawing on a chalkboard, oh, no, thank you. It freaks me out. Um so going through like that experience and then also uh, my lady is becoming more of a teacher and uh, doing a few sort of like um, semesters or whatever at a high school. It's amazing the stress and pressure that kids are on these days. It's mm. like, guys, chill. It's not the end of the world if you don't get your like final score or whatever. There are a lot of different paths and like you hear so many stories of like, you know, people being like, I, you know, busted my ass off and got ducks or whatever it was. And then I'm like into the vocation that my parents wanted me to do like an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer and like i fucking hate it yeah and now i've quit this and i'm doing something else yeah i had a friend who's just recently swapped from she was in her penultimate year of her law degree and she turned around and went i i fucking hate this i hate this it doesn't make me happy if i don't enjoy it now i probably won't enjoy it mm. as a vocation and she said it was like coming out to her parents, having to tell them mm. that she wasn't going to do this anymore and, like, the shame <laughs> that they had from it because yeah, yeah. they had this idea of this is what she's going to do and they were so proud of her mm. and for her to strike that dream away for them was really difficult. And yeah, I think yeah. people also I think that... I love the that, comparison to coming It's like, yeah. you know, actually kind of, yeah, uh, from a yeah. parent's point of view, they're full horrified. They're like, yeah. what are we going to tell the neighbours? Obviously, <laughs> obviously for a lot of people, coming out is a lot more difficult than telling your parents you're not doing a law degree. <laughs> Just but the sense of drama, I'm saying, yeah. But, the, yeah, the sense of drama was there. Um, but I think people also feel this pressure that they feel like if they're, if they're smart or they get good grades, they can't waste it, mm. and doing certain things <laughs> is going to waste it. And this idea that I had up until about this week when I had my panic attack <laughs> and decided to reevaluate my entire life, I was like, but I'm going to waste three years of my degree. I'm going to waste three years of mm. study to turn around and just like drop it all in a semester. Mm. Um, not to say I'm not dropping out of uni. I was going to say, you've had an intense week. It has <laughs> been a very intense it. week, yeah. Um, but having the realisation that I'm not going to get the grades I usually expect every semester and it's going to affect mm 
where I will be placed in my graduation and things like that, that that's okay because just because I was doing really well does not mean I need to pursue a career in that field. It can just be an education for the sake of an education and I can just enjoy the fact that I learned a lot and then move on to something that I find makes me really happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is an importance in like quitting. I, I ah, feel like quitting it's, is it's actually underrated. really, really good yeah. because it's not about like, oh, no, I'm a failure because I quit. It's just like, no, I, I realized that I, this wasn't for me. Like, uh, I remember I've had that um, coming out story, but to a good friend of mine. Um, so I used to, again, another, another failed um, career choice was uh, Chinese medicine. So, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What the hell? Right. So what the hell? So you did <laughs> arts school dropout, Chinese medicine learning podcaster. That's what we got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so a real relatable life story. This yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So I was doing uh, Chinese med because a good friend of mine, like my like, best friend in high school. He was doing Chinese med, and I was having a terrible time in doing art school, whatever. And he's like, hey, look. Uh, he's like, I miss you hanging out with you. How about this? I'll take a year off, and then you do the first year, and then at second year, we'll, I'll come back uh, in and that kind of stuff. And we're like, hey, cool. buddies again. And I'm like, sounds a cool idea. Whatever. You can already see how this yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, sick. Did Chinese med? Hated it. Fucking like, it just, it, it didn't hate it. It just, it just wasn't for me. It was just like, this isn't for me. I get most tests. I'm like copying off the people next to me. And I'm realizing that if I do graduate, these are my competition. So I'm like, this is not good for me at all. So I did the year and really did not like it at all. Cause it was combined Chinese medicine with Western, um, like, uh, you have to do a biology degree. And I, I was never a big fan of biology. And <gasps> especially when, um, you, you have to go to the wet labs. So the wet labs is like when you have to like fuck around with cadavers. There was one time where um, we just went to the wet labs and there was this like lump on this table. And we're like, what's that? You lift up the um, the sheet and there was this, this head, this, like a oh. uh, severed head just looking at you. You're like, cool. Really? So the person's face, like you yeah. see who it was. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and, and generally I was fine with that kind of stuff until we got this one point where we're doing like, um, like hands and arms or whatever. And there was just, it still haunts me. There was just this one hand. And it was like, you know, up to the elbow. No, no, up to the um, uh, wrist. And it was an old woman's hand and it still had pink nail polish <gasps> on the fingernails. And it just humanized uh, it all for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And I just wow. couldn't return. It was just like, these these are no longer just, you know, tools that we're using to learn. This is someone's grandma or relative or whatever it was. And it was like pink and chipped. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> Um, wow, oh God, and so like so disturbing. It was, and I just couldn't really do deal with all that kind of stuff. And I remember going to like a um like a counselor type person at the uh, university to be like, I'm just not having a good time. I'm not enjoying this. I'm enjoying like you know chatting with all the mates that I'm sort of making, but I hate the course. I'm not having a good time. And did like a vocational, like you know those things where you're like, all right, here you're going to ask you like 130 odd questions, and seeing what an- you answer. This is kind of like these are the type of areas that <laughs> you know you should be looking at. And weirdly enough, a lot of them were like media and like um, <laughs> um, radio presenter, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, yes, that. And like very low was helping people. Um, and like medical <laughs> professions. And I'm like, yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> so I remember catching up with my good friend. Yeah, after the decision of like, I'm not going back. So having this like, we went out, I believe for like a, like a Japanese sushi type thing. And we sort of ordered a Japanese sushi boat thing. We like sat that down and we're like eating this. And I'm like, make an awkward small talk before. And it's then like, break up. <laughs> then we like got like the sake. And we're like having that. And I'm like, so, hey, I've got something to tell you. <gasps> I've come to the realization that I just, I just can't, I just can't do the course. So I'm, I just don't think I'm coming back. And my mate was like, oh, thank fucking Christ, because I have to tell you that I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm You're like, old. oh, thank Christ. Oh, that's, a, that's we had the best. A, a wonderful night of getting drunk. Oh, that's, that's so that's good. brilliant. Yeah. That's so, so good. I think, yeah. I think it's really important to view those things as that you didn't quit that you can take away from that experience what you did. Mm. Mm. And I think it's just as important to have experiences that show you that that's not for you. I wanted to be a lawyer for ages Mm. and I went to do work experience at a law firm for two weeks and it was very exciting. It was a very prestigious program and I left it and went, wow, that was so valuable. Now I know I never (laughs) want to be a lawyer. And so it wasn't a waste of two weeks because then I didn't go ahead and spend the next like – 
you know, three additional years on top of what I'm doing Plus now to do debt, man. Yeah, to oh, do a law degree yeah. when I knew it wasn't going to make me happy. It wasn't what I should pursue. So at least you you did that year and you took away from it. That's not only is mm. Chinese medicine not for me, the whole health sciences <laughs> is not for me. Helping people is out. Yes. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> Flick that. In the it's bin. like a transition rather yeah. than quitting. Yeah, and it's like that thing as well, sort of, however, whatever you're sort of wanting to get at, there's a finite number of tries that it's going to take until you get there. You don't know what that number is, mm. so you just got to keep going. Yeah. Like, um, you know, wanting to find someone that you're going to be with forever. You just got to keep finding people. <laughs> and there's a finite number. You'll get there. But you just don't know how big you gotta the number is. You got to put yourself out there. Yeah. And you have to keep trying stuff. Exactly. If you don't keep trying stuff, there's no way you'll know what you like. Mm. It's, you know, if you, you know, are going to be, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. You, just have to keep, <laughs> you have to keep sticking at stuff. And if things are too hard, just keep trying things. And I think I mentioned last episode, like, my list of things of this might make you happy, you have to start knocking stuff off. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That's true. It's a yeah. classic, like, yeah, push your stuff for a little bit. So qu- be happy to quit, mm. just not too quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yeah. shit a red hot go and then bail. That's the only yeah. way you're going to know. Yeah. Right? You've got to yeah. try it for a bit and, yeah. then you gotta, and then you can make a decision. And, that and also I don't think you should ever pursue something that isn't going to be in the long term really beneficial for you. I think – Doing any sort of like uh, like tertiary education, whether or not you're going and doing an apprenticeship or whether or not you're at uni, you're learning like tangible skills that you can take away. Mm. Um, if what you want to pursue is like, do you want to lie in bed for 70 days and see what effect it has on your body? Probably that isn't a good thing for t- you to do because what you're going to learn isn't going to be worth the sacrifice you're making. <laughs> but, you know, you've got to judge that for yourself. I don't know, you know. <laughs> oh, legs atrophying. Ooh, yeah. So many bed sores. <laughs> Guys, atrophy is bad and I would know. It's just <laughs> you could have found it out easier. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. And before we wrap up for uh, today's episode, mm. um, let's go with goals. By the way, I nailed my goal for last week. What uh, was it? Eating uh, that um, porridge I was making. Oh, yeah. Oh, five days. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Still making it. Going to keep doing it. You put Yum-o. that link up to show people what it is. So yeah. the other people can do it if they want. Can do. It's very, very nice. And then just put simple. pressure on you. You could delete that if you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's very simple. It's just like chia seeds, coconut milk, and uh, raisins. You let it soak overnight. And then in the morning, add some frozen cherries. Heat that up for a couple minutes. Chuck in some slippery elm bark. So it kind of comes this like weird consistency. Like um, What on earth a slippery elm bark? Like I was wondering if everyone else knew what it was. Yeah, That's yeah, what I, I, was I have no idea what it was Never until my um, uh, PT was talking about it. Uh, is this kind of like this powder that kind of like thickens it up and kind of makes the consistency? This is going to sound gross, but a little bit more mucusy, like porridge. But like porridge, yeah. So it makes that consistency um, gloopy, uh, gloopier. And then I chuck in like a bunch of hemp seeds. And if you want, you can chuck in a banana, maybe some peanut butter, whatever. Nice. And, uh, 
have that and it's quite nourishing and quite yummy and apparently very good for your mucous membranes and digestive system and all that jazz. Got to keep your membranes in check. Damn right. Mucous membranes. So yeah, I've been doing that for a while now and then yeah, hopefully I'll stick with it because it's very tasty and very easy and simple to make and I like consistency and I like not (laughs) having to think too much. Like, I think it was um, Obama was saying he's got, like, the same suit he wears or something like that. Because, like, look, that just means that's a decision I don't have to think about. Ah, uh, that's not Obama. It's... Who is it? uh, Steve it's... Jobs did it. Yes, yeah, Steve Obama, Jobs. Steve uh, Jobs. I think I've heard Obama Mark, doing Mark it. Zuckerberg did yeah. it as well. Yeah. Apparently your brain, like, every time you make a decision, it's a stress on your brain. It's so, depletion. You've only yeah. got a certain amount of decisions your brain is capable of making throughout the day. Yeah. And that's why you should do things, even if you don't want to wear the same thing every day, if you lay out your clothes the night before, mm-hmm. there's one less thing you have to think about in the morning. It does make getting up easier. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I, I believe in, like, just a very, like, same breakfast. I'm happy with that. Also, like, I have a uniform now. It's, like, this, like, V-neck shirt with <laughs> jeans. Generally wearing that all the time. Right now I'm not because I'm in my lazy gear. Uh, uh, I will point out, though, you have unbuttoned your flannelette shirt to a V-neck. S- I know, that's what I thought he was saying. <laughs> well, that was unintentional, but I like that my body is just doing that now. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. So, goals for next episode. I am not going to have any takeaway food. That seems too easy, but wow. No, I cooked look, for- I will, I will, I will try. Yep. I will try to help you with this, okay? Because we got meals at home. We can make them as well. We do. I'm very happy to do this. So no Uber Eats either? No Uber Eats. I cooked for myself on Monday and it was an event. I can't remember <laughs> the last time I cooked food for myself. <laughs> That's, it's... <laughs> And that gonna sounds do not week. possible. Yeah, it sounds it's not possible. It's such a big step up. Oh, my God. And I made myself, like, this amazing, like, <laughs> it was macaroni and cheese, but it's a vegan <laughs> one, so there's no cheese. And I also took out all the pasta and replaced it with vegetables. So I don't know what to call it. Uh, cheesy in <laughs> quotation marks. I don't know what to call that. <laughs> cheesy veggies. Gloopy Glo- veg? Oh. Gloop veg. <laughs> it's just, it's just Pasta- nothing like macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah, macaroni cheese bake. the bacon. chicken parma but without the chicken what? or the parma. Did you use like <laughs> carrot as the pasta bake? Like, what used- was the pasta, like, what was the replacement of pasta? So I used, um, I, I spiralised carrots and zucchinis for the pasta and then I used the florets of broccolis chopped up some capsicum okay, as okay, well. Okay, so we can use like uh, zucchini. Zucchini pasta, zucchini and carrot pasta with vegan cheese, yeah? Vegan cheese sauce, yeah. Yeah, with florets of broccoli. Now it sounds fancy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. No takeaway for me this week. All right, good All right. luck. I, I want to join you in yeah, this. That's a good goal. Hell, yes. Thank you. It shouldn't be a goal, but mm. baby steps. It's definitely <laughs> something I wouldn't be able to achieve, so I'm mm. impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want, we can have the porridge thing for, for like um, breakfast if you're over here early. Yep. Do that. I'll come over, or if I just haven't left yet. Have you haven't left the house? <laughs> no. It also works. Cass looks so stressed as she's saying this. She's got her hands on her face, and she's just radiating stress. I know, but look, I am, I am keen. That's my glow. <laughs> I am keen, Cass. I am cool. I'm very keen for that. Yep, I don't want to tell Jack and Adam. <laughs> they are bad influences. I'll, I'll say it. Um, But I'm an enabler. Ruby, mm-hmm. what's your goal? <laughs> My goal is uh, something that I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I probably didn't know I was doing until I said it out loud is that I'm not getting out of bed to do things because I'm a bit like panicky and miserable at the moment. So Mm. my goal is that when I set an alarm, I'm going to get up at that time and try and be more productive and then hopefully have a better like headspace throughout the day. Do you you go to bed at a reasonable time? Yeah, I do. All right. Okay. So that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I haven't like I haven't gone nocturnal yet, but I feel like if I kept on this path, my sleeping patterns would be pretty destructive. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I was already there. Yeah. I went to Four bed at five. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Why am I getting up at midday? All right. <laughs> yeah, so that's a big thing. People like set their alarm to get up earlier, but then they're like, you just got to go to bed earlier. That's the yeah. Otherwise, it's impossible. Yeah. So that's well, no, I'm setting key. my alarm to go off at a reasonable time, and that I am capable of getting up for when I have things like work. Like, um, I'll go to bed at, like, 10 and get up at 6.30 or whatever. But oh, that's, that's pretty good. I'm yeah. going to bed at, at, at 10 and getting up at, like, 10, mm. even oh. though my alarm's for 7. That is, of. like, depression. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not healthy. This is, this is, yeah, it's been a rough yeah, yeah. week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I'm going to get through it. It's only the start. This Damn is the first that. hurdle. True that. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear because I, oh, yeah. I didn't really. It does sound like you've had a tough week, to be honest. <laughs> That's so rough. Really. You should have heard about my panic attack and pancake bar. <laughs> I went to Pancake Parlor and had this realization that I wasn't happy with what I was doing at Pancake Parlor, which was probably the worst place to have a panic attack. And then Tom, I was with Tom Edgoose, yeah. and he just turned to me and went, are you okay? Because I was like sinking like underneath the table. <laughs> just ended up underneath the table. And then I like had a think, mulled it over, came back up, was like, right, time to move on with my life. <laughs> oh, Right. I'm glad you had that realization. That's yes. super important. And then they brought me delicious pancakes. So That's yeah. what a success. I know. Yeah, you timed In, it well. Yeah. Immediate reward. Like, oh, I figured it out. Here's a snack. Exactly. It was brilliant. Everything's perfect. <laughs> good, good. Let's, uh, let's right. focus on that next episode. Yeah, let's do that. I got something put on that as well. But yeah, the next episode. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the only thing, because yoga doesn't count because I'm still doing that. Um, I've got a shit ton of like annoying booking of things I've got to do. So I've got to like go to Sydney. So I've got to book a whole bunch of stuff for that. And then I'm going to Edinburgh. So I've got to book a whole bunch of stuff that I haven't done any oh, of it. Yeah, we got to still do. So I really got to get on top of that. Um, and ideally Perth as well, I'm considering doing. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of booking, which is just, oh, just, okay. just. I, lo- I loved going to Perth, but pricey. Yeah. Pricey. But yeah, so I've got to, I just, so, yeah, it's pricey, but I've got, I'm going to try and do all that in the next week. So just book all this annoying admin shit that I've been putting off just because it's yeah headache. get on the Edinburgh stuff because uh like just yeah. the, the the housing situation annoying how's, and- how's yours going oh good talk about it well we we finally booked some uh like uh, a bunch of stuff so we're like okay had a few things get knocked back and like Airbnb going being like yeah look they would um not the terms and services they weren't agreed with so we've refunded you the money and I'm like I don't care about the money I cared about that was a place to stay and now <laughs> I gotta look again oh. oh you sons of bitches and it's the sort of thing that the longer you put it off the more expensive it's gonna be yeah. and the more difficult it is to mm. find a place mm. I'm going to Edinburgh on holiday in a couple of weeks i'm very excited um and last time i was in edinburgh accommodation i booked it ages ago real cheap like right in the center of like old town and then i went to book it again and everything is like five times the price because i left it for till like a month before and i was yeah. like oh god oh god cheap holidays become expensive <laughs> yeah life admin stuff's hard though like, it's such a drainer. Getting the like... motivation to do stuff. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was a day. Uh, literally a day spent with uh, me and Joel Dusha just like looking at places, being like, this one, this one, how's it's this just, one? Yeah. Okay, is that close to where we've got to be? No? All right. Is this one got like parking? Yep. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot of the things I was just booking without looking at the place. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> That's fine. A good idea. It's yeah. fine. Go back, look at the pictures. Damn. I just do it all. Yeah. I do it all. Li- I love lists. I'm like slightly crazy when it comes to lists. I love them. And ordering them like Excel spreadsheets. Ah, oh, love that shit. Give me a bit of data to keep clean and tighten up. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm full having a great time. No, like, I'm giving the data. It's good fun. Yeah. Uh, I made like my own little spreadsheet of things. I'm like, Ooh. And you make it like order rank correctly. So it's all like one line and very clean. And you're like, oh, this is so good now. I did. Mm-hmm. But you haven't actually done anything. But you have sort of done something because then yeah. you can just go through it quickly. Anyways, that's uh, so yes, admin stuff to do for a whole bunch of different things. That's my, that's my goal. I'm, yeah. I'm going to buy a whiteboard. Really? Start having like a, a vision board slash goal board. And and that realization that I need to put deadlines on things. Yeah. So I'm not just like stressing of this like giant ball in like the sky. That's a sun. No. Um, <laughs> this like giant kind of thing that I'm like putting off that like things to do is just kind of like, oh, you know, looming above me. And then maybe just kind of break that down to be like, while it's still there and there's still lots of stuff to do, a lot of them have varying uh, deadlines. Like some don't have deadlines for like six months, but I'm all like just cramming it in this one big thing of just stress. So it's a classic thing of that is just like literally stop thinking about it like that and be like, what's the first thing? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Step by step. Literally, yeah. I got to call yeah. this guy. Ah, oh, so I got to get his number. Okay. So all I got to do is get his number. Get his number. That's exactly. the only thing I got to do. And that's it. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to try and get a vision board going or at least a whiteboard going so I can order the things I need to do. And, and I have that realization that it's okay to have a break because uh, I tend not to. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been George. I've been Ruby. I've been Cass. And if you want to get in contact with us, please send us an email, happylittlepod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. If you do need help, 
go get it. We're not qualified in any way, shape, or form. But if you want to help support us, just head to uh, sanspantsplus.com and give what you can and help support this happy little show. And if you want to stay in contact with us out of uh, the podcast realm, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at GoddammitZamit. I'm at the G Dimmer. I'm at Rubberly Plank. I'm at Jackson B Bailey. I love you, Cass. <laughs> Joel Dusha does not. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.